certified, certified real. Hey, I'm a little excited. You heard it here first. Certified real. Everybody. You are now listening to Real Talk Podcast. This is certified. What up, people? We back again with another episode of Real Talk Podcast. We got the usual suspects in the building. You got myself, Terrell, we got X, and we got Nisha. And today we got a very special guest coming straight out of Atlanta. We have a director and cinematographer. Everybody give it up for Ambria. How you doing today? I'm good. How are y'all? Well, doing well. Doing very good. Uh, so yeah, first off, um, so so what's going on with you right now? What are your current projects you're working on, or more, you know, most recent projects that you've worked on? Okay, cool. So right now, I'm actually shooting on America's Got Talent. So that's like my current day to day. Um, today's my off day. So yeah, normally, what time is it? Normally, I would be getting home about three hours from now, at least, or four hours from now. Like, uh, yeah, so it's a long day, but. It's super dope. Um, it's America. America's Got Talent Extreme. So it's the extreme edition of everything that they've usually been doing. Uh, what else? I shot for 21 Savage. I directed a video for him in Adult Swim. I can't say too much on that, but be on the lookout. So yeah, that's what I've been up to lately. What about y'all? School. School. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and X. I learn and take in as much as possible and get as much experience as possible, jumping on every opportunity that's presented at the school, outside of the school. Um, just trying to learn, trying to get up to that level that you at right now. Okay, okay. No, that's all you need to do, stay consistent. That's uh, the name of the game, I feel like. Consistency, dedication, and just always perfecting the skill, truly. Just out of curiosity, how did you get that gig for – America's Got Talent, like, how did, like, did you get connected through someone else, or how, how did you get that opportunity? I would say your network is your net worth, so, yeah, for the most part, in film, and I feel like anything dealing with film, it is who you know, so, yeah, I did, I was connected, but uh, to finish up and to, to actually achieve landing a job like that, your resume means a lot, too, as well as, like, you're real, you need to have that together, just in case they ask, and your recommendations even if you don't have anything official you need someone that they can call that's going to vouch for you and your skills and if you have those things then i think you're good to go what were some of like the first couple of like projects that you made to build up your reel like what did you start out with music videos or did you do like short films like what was that like okay so i had a lot of artists around me when i was in college so and not just that I did social media management for um, this small record label, it was an independent label. And it allowed me to come across a lot of artists, do a lot of like photos, videos, just quick, you know, promotional type stuff. And then I realized I really wanted to direct. So I was like, how do I get into directing? How do I, how do I start to like merge into that lane? And I just started incorporating like stories into every single music video. Yeah. So, so you were in you were in school for media production or, or film? No, I was I was about to be a journalist. Of, uh, <laughs> all that, so I was about to be a journalist. <laughs> and then um, the the company I was working for, I had the chance to go and shoot like BTS stuff for Tory Lane. So I left school. Wow. For, like, 
two or three weeks. And then right after that, uh, I got flown out to South by Southwest. I was there for like a week. Um, and I feel like I had a couple opportunities after that that just dealt with people like just wanting to hire me to go just shoot stuff. So that led me away from school. And I was like, okay, let me follow my path. I know you um I had a quick I know you said uh networking is really big and I know networking is important um mm -hmm. to the field. We 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 hear that all the time, just just about anybody that comes on the show, they say networking, who you know, who you know. Um but I know a lot of people that also depends on where you are, right? So you're so right now Atlanta is really, really big and like you said, music. So like so you kind of took a music route to get you over to that side where you tell your stories. Um so um, I'm a little bit familiar because I, I did the same thing uh, down in Tampa with a couple of music artists out there. And I know there is a, a, a vast difference when it comes to shooting a music video um, and then shooting actual stories and telling a film, short films, whatever. Um, so I wanted to know what, what kind of content do you prefer to create? What do you, what, cause I know you said you started making stories with your music videos. Is your goal, do, do you want to do um, movies and films like that? Or do you enjoy doing the music videos? I enjoy both, but 100% my plan is to be a movie director. So yes, mm -hmm. and TV shows, of course, but okay. I'll always, pro I'll, not probably, I feel like I'll always continue to do music videos. I'm, I'm a music head. I love music. I love all genres. I listen to literally everything. Like if I put my phone on shuffle, it's not for everybody. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably always do both. But the final goal is movies, movie directing movies. Oh, well, what, <laughs> what genre though? What genre? What genre? What's my favorite? Yeah. Alternative R and B. Okay. What, what do y'all? I read. I read that. Uh, I read a little bit about that. Um, with your music, listen to uh, um one of the songs, which I think it was a pretty dope song. I was telling that before we started. Um, one of my songs? Yeah, yeah. What? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Which one? You, know, you guys tell me. Let me know. I'm not sure the name of the song. Okay. I honestly couldn't remember the name of the song. I apologize about that, but it was. I think it's on the website. It was on the website and I did think it was a dope song and I was and I found it interesting because you had called it um millennial 90s um yeah. type music and it does have that feel um where where you have that because I, I I'm a millennial also and you have that in between to where you have that 90s um R&B and, and rap and then that 2010s um like Nelly and all that stuff before we get into that what we have now which is like the mumble rap type thing yeah. Um, so I was very interested. And I thought it was a dope show. I mean, a dope Thank song. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you ever see yourself getting back into music at all, like for a side hustle, or is that something that was just for fun? Yeah. Um. Like I said, I'm a music head, so like I still I write sometimes, and like yeah, I could see it in the future. But I want to be. Um. I'm very focused on my goal right now, so I try not to let too many things distract me. Like I like music, but the goal so makes sense yeah yeah once i achieve that yeah i'll probably make everything honestly <laughs> <laughs> so i'm a big horror fan okay right and we was doing some uh I, I was doing some research and i saw that you uh was a, a dp on a horror film yeah. um called, i wanted to ask it was called walton family cabin yeah i wanted to know a little bit about that how did you get that was did you get that job and and how how was it shooting a horror film? Because I know that's a little that's a, a little different from shooting, um, you know, action or even music videos. So how how did you go from music videos to shooting a horror film? How did I go from music videos to doing a horror film? That's a wonderful question. <laughs> question. 
Um, I go, I do a lot on Instagram. I do a lot of networking um, as far as just like making online friends. Um, so I feel like I, a couple people that ended up acting on the movie were following me and we would just like interact in the DMs and the producer ended up seeing that I shoot like every day. So that's an important thing I think too. Even if you're not getting hired to shoot, shoot every day, just practice the craft all the time. So they saw a shot every day, not just that. I would always put a lot of effort into all of my like individual shoots, lighting, all of that. So it always looked like I was shooting for someone, but it's really, it's just me. Or sometimes it would be a client. People just wouldn't be able to tell. So she saw that I shot every day. I would, I would show my frames and stuff and my videos. And eventually she was just like, hey, would you be interested in uh, doing like camera op? And then it ended up being DP. So, yep. Networking oh, on, on the, on, you know, social media, just showing consistency and practicing. So my second question is, how was it different? You know, like, shoot, the, was the angles different? Um, the, obviously, the lighting is, is different. But how, how, what's the difference from shooting a music video to shooting a horror film? Yeah, I would say, like you said, angles, um, playing off of um, a lot of foreground stuff, uh, just learning uh, what shots incorporate the, the feeling of, like, you know, just being nervous or the... Uh, just the overall idea from, like I said, the producer, since she contacted me, we spoke a lot just while throughout the shoot and just understanding like the mind and uh, meeting the writer and all that. So it was, it was really different. Um, shots, angles, everything. Uh, but yeah, if I could say anything specific, it was really uh, like those foreground shots playing off of stuff, um, having those like reaction quick, um, like a whip shot, a whip pan, mm -hmm. something like that. So. Yeah, learned a lot as far as like in that direction. That's cool. So what, what would you say is like your go to camera? I know, you know, DPs, they have their, you know, favorite camera or go go to camera in the field. So what, what do you like to use? Yeah, I love my black magic. I have a, a black magic pocket cinema camera 6K. And I love it. Uh, that's my baby. I shoot everything with it. I'll scale all the way down to HD. I'll shoot all the way up to 6K. I just, I love it. I use it for like everything. Um, when I'm on set though, they use a lot of Canon C300s. They use a lot of those. Um, and right now I'm using the Red Scarlet as my like day-to-day -day camera for AGT. So I like those as well. That's dope. The um the black magic, the, the pocket camera, that that's like the real, the real small one. Um, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I'm it's fine. That one's fine. It's a decent size. It's yeah, a decent size. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's in my living room. I could go grab it, but I would have to like yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's good. because I, 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 I thought I saw like a, a black magic camera online somewhere that was like you could literally carry it like this in your hand. Like it's real, oh. real small. I, I wasn't sure if that was it though. I know, it's like a, it's a big one. It, it's probably big yeah. It's right. a little bit bigger than the regular DSLRs. Okay. Yeah. I know I know that the Black Magic shoot and straight and roll. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so um, do, you do, some, do you do some editing and stuff like that also? Yeah, I love editing. Um, my most serious projects, I edit all of them. Except for this 21 Savage shoot. So whenever this airs, shout out to the editors. I appreciate y'all. They did amazing on the coloring cuts, everything. So, and it was a 24 hour turnaround. So shout out to them. Yeah, 
that's dope. Um, so I, you know, do, like I said, doing my research, I saw that you've done some um reality TV. Um, so I wanted to, you know, to dive into that and get your thoughts on how, how is the reality TV. Um, is it is it is it really different from music videos and then shooting actual films? What, what's your take on that? Yeah, I would say it's uh, extremely different. Um, we're going from capturing like the just even the personalities of true actors and the the characters that I've been shooting for reality TV. Um, another show I work on right now is My Celebrity Dream Wedding. So uh, I just see a lot of fake drama and it's it's interesting i don't i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of it too much but you know it's it's different uh the for the personalities actors i feel like they're always always in the new character especially when we're on set or they're always like hopping back into their character or randomly bursting out in lines and fully uh, random emotions and expressions and you're just like you know you just have to understand this is practicing but um on reality tv they don't really do that. It's just random drama. It's like, hey, go in and pretend like this. We need to act like we have 10 minutes left. Somebody spill some water on the floor right now. Y'all get down there. And it's just, yeah, it's different. It's different. It's, it's truly controlled a lot by the producers. So fake, fake drama, fake entertainment. People like it, though. It's cool, you know. Always, I always say that something I won't do is reality TV. I just can't. <laughs> I just think the representation is not there for me a lot of times with reality TV. I'm I'm not a big fan, like you said, of reality TV I because I know. I got a question for you. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's a statement, you know what I'm saying? Going into mm-hmm. a field and it's like with opportunities and all that and learning how to grow in, uh, uh, in latitude and longitude and when and where. So like, what is your plan? Do you want to be a director? Do you want to be a DP, a camera op? Like, where do you see yourself in the field? So I want to I want to direct or and, and produce. I think um and I already know like I, my men, like my personality, my attitude is I'm not I'm going to I wouldn't say burn a lot of bridges, but it's going to take I think it's going to take a while for me to get in cuz I want to pick that that right job. Um I don't want to be I just don't want to jump from opportunity to opportunity. I want to build a a a um a resume a, a um a piece of work that I can really stand behind. And like I said, I really want to be in horror. So once I'm able to graduate from out of here, I'm jumping straight into into as much horror as, as possible. I think re- I think there's enough work out there and enough people creating and, and creating opportunities um to where I might have to where I could I think I could stay away from reality TV. But of course if if that's all that I'm getting then I have to bite that bullet. I feel you, I feel you. So your plan is to go straight union right after college? As, as soon as possible. Okay. And then I want to teach, teach to um to support my habits. So Okay. I feel it. See, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm indie. I'm thinking about getting in the union. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep, yep. But I stay consistent. Uh just being indie and stuff. So I just, you know, I take the reality. I don't mind. Me personally, I want to see everything from every angle, not every angle, but a lot of angles. So I can have like a well-rounded, um, just, you know, idea of everything. Speaking of indie, tell us about Black Phoenix Films. How did you start that? How did you, you know? That's my next question. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So Black Phoenix Films, that is my team. That is my production company. Shout out to everybody on the team, on the gang. I love y'all. Um, literally everything I do deals with either one or two or more people dealing with the production team. 
uh, how it came about. My cousin, he is a professional, uh, what is it called? It's a key grip. So he's mm -hmm. a key grip and he does lighting on sets. He's done it for movies. Um, uh, the, the real, the real life lady in the tramp, uh, Disney movies when he did some show called, I can't, I don't want to mess up his credits, but he's, you know, he's done some serious stuff. So my cousin, he had, he just graduated, um, college in, I want to say 16 or 17. And that's when I was truly trying to starting to take just the camera serious. I was like, all right, I want to direct seriously. Let's do these music videos. So uh, I started getting jobs. People started seeing I'm, I'm, you know, pretty good at what I do, started getting hired. So my cousin and I, his name is John, started working on, you know, different projects. Uh, I got to the point of meeting my business partner. His name is Marquise Barnes. Shout out to Marquise. I, I appreciate Marquise. We have the same birthday. That's my twin. That's just yeah, <laughs> my brother. But um, I met Marquise. Uh, this was like 2017, 2018. So a couple years after John and I started. Uh, Marquise and I were like both here. We were both just at that point where we were about to upgrade from DSLRs to getting a cinema camera and we had the same ability. Um, it was just a perfect partnership. So we went ahead and partnered up. Uh, John told John, let's, we need to do something serious. Let's create a team. So we started uh, looking at the people around us and everybody that was really good. It was like, what are y'all trying to do? Let's start tackling all these projects together. So Tackled all the projects together. Team started going from just me and John to me, John, Marquise, and two other people to three other people, four other people to um, my one of my biggest gigs was uh, the first biggest thing I directed was Life Jennings. So the Life Jennings gig uh, ended up having like seven crew members for that seven or eight. It was a small production, but you know we got it done. We had a whole bunch of cast and like additional people but like from my team still that exists today we had like seven and then after that we did a gig for Coileray the next year we had like 23 people there and then uh and then at that point Marquise and I and John were like all right we need a name let's take this serious <laughs> let's get a let's get a business license let's get a bank account let's you know start actually uh paying everybody like truly to where they can cash checks and you know to where it's like people can write this off let's make everything official and yeah that's like the beginning origins of like phoenix films that's dope congratulations on that too that's amazing that's amazing work um but i i just i just want to ask the business aspect of things right because um we all have dreams where we want to start a production company and you know not they don't always um I know for a fact in the schools that I went to, they don't teach you how to start a production a production company. So where did you go? Where did you start looking at to get that information so you could be successful and put your best foot forward? Uh, the people around me. Uh, so Marquise and I, we were, have you ever heard of a director named Director Cricket from Atlanta? No. Okay, so Director Cricket, he's done a lot of video. He's, he's done a lot of big video. He's just worked with I'm not, I can't even lay name, but like K-Camp, Lil Baby, uh, he's worked with 21 Savage. He's worked with basically all the hood rich people from Atlanta. Just, I'm not even gonna lay name that off, but like, you know, <laughs> Pee Wee Longway, Thug, um, who else, who else, um, Block, just all of them, you know? So he's worked with everybody and my business partner and I, and John, we really did apprenticeship under uh, Cricket and his crew, Cricket, Caso, Dave, shout out to y'all if y'all see this, I love y'all appreciate y'all. And um, we did like apprenticeship under his crew for like a year, year and a half, two years. And um, yeah, what my bad, remind me of the question. 
I got a little lost in the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to in. know, yeah. I wanted to know where did, like, where did you get that that mindset? Like, who did you go to? Where did you go? Okay, um, okay. So to get them, the business model here. Working under them consistently, they always told us the things that we needed to do that they made mistakes on, and um, just all the people that we were really surrounded with would just give us advice and just a lot of things. So over time, by the time it was time after that koi shoot to where we we're like, all right, let's let's be serious about this. By that time, we had enough knowledge to uh, just go ahead and do everything ourselves. And uh, we had people to call, you know, to ask questions. So, and research, of course, always just double checking with the true government websites, watching the videos that you need to watch. So, I love that. I love that because I face in situations where you reach out to people to get help, to ask questions, and it doesn't always go as planned. So, I think that's amazing that. Um, people who are in, you know, a higher or different position than you can step back and be like, this is how it's done. This is how it's done without, you know, wanting something from you for to do it. So, yeah, I would say we gave a lot just um, whenever they called, we were there, whether it was paid, whether it wasn't paid. So mm -hmm. I feel like uh, just because we assisted so much they they were more willing. And it was after, like, like I said, like a year and a half, two years of doing that, where we finally were like, hey, you know, and then to everybody. So. I feel like the time helped, you know, a little bit. Is it different up north? Are people a little colder? Like, do people have like the cold shoulder? I know. It's literally, literally colder. L literally colder. <laughs> I'm from oh. I'm, I'm from New York, and I won't say I won't say that they're not willing. I'm sorry. I'm saying it's fast paced. Yeah, I'm not saying I won't say they're not willing, but they're not as open as I thought they would necessarily be coming into the situation. If that makes sense. I think it's the same for me too. Um, I'm I'm from Jersey, and when it comes to collabing with people, like I I I got lucky when I was doing my um, undergraduate degree. Um, I, I worked with the same like three black people on all my short films, <laughs> and that was it. Like all the short films I had were, was from those three people, the same actor too. So it was like that. That was basically it. But you know. Yeah, we we try to we try to network as much as we can. But I but I had a question about um because you mentioned being an apprentice under director cricket, and that's you know something that a lot of people you know kind of disregard being an apprentice or getting an internship, quote unquote. And you're basically in the beginning kind of working for free. I just kind of wanted your thoughts on that, like getting into the industry. What's the kind of mindset you have to have when it comes to, you know, building your portfolio and working for free, essentially? I would recommend everybody pay your dues. Just pay your dues. You have, I don't, I'm not going to say you have to. Everybody's situation is different. But I believe you do have to work for free. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that like this, uh, for free at the beginning. But you have to establish yourself. Yourself, You got to show people at first with the content that I can do it and you need somebody to shoot. Who are you going to shoot? You know what I mean? So you might as well take a couple of gigs where people need something. So it's at least clients that are going to keep talking instead of friends that you're having to ask favors for. You know, it's people that already yeah. want something that are going to, you know, like I said, keep talking about you. You want the network to go ahead and start. So doing favors in that way, uh, finding those potential clients, offering them free things, 
um, just getting an idea of the direction you want to go in. If it's if uh, someone I feel like wants to pursue film right away, just go ahead and start shooting, literally. Whether it's five minutes, 30 seconds, whatever. Start shooting, go ahead and start your skits and start. Just Instagram is every night, Instagram, social media in general, all social media platforms, reach out in the DMs. See, ask that, that like if, if let's say, you know, a short film comes out in your area and you see a great lead uh, actor or, you know, supporting actor, reach out to them. Or, you know, if not the main person, like I said, the supporting person, just really just starting to take those steps to build your network, you know, going in that direction and practicing, whether no anyone's asking you to or, you know. It's definitely good advice. Okay, yeah. X? Yeah, I do think that that gets lost. I think um, when you people say, talk about compensation it's like always money like they just need money and I think in our field you have to do things not necessarily for free but not having the compensation be um dollar bills right because you get like you said it's going to be network opportunities um you're going to gain experience that all of that has a value um especially in what we do because it's all about what you know and who you know so you can know the people and if you don't have what you need, that experience, um, or that talent, whatever the case may be, then knowing somebody's not going to be enough. And then a lot of times, you know, people don't, if you don't have anything, how, why would I trust you that you could do the job if you don't have anything to show me? But I did want to take one quick step back when we talked about um, the area. I think the area is very important where we are also, um, because a lot of the stuff that I want to do is is very heavy on representation. And um, the area that we're constantly that we're um, in as of right now, like Boston, for example, is not a lot of people that look like us on those to get on those projects with us. So I think there's an, an extra challenge um, compared to if we're in, you know, Florida or or um, Atlanta, for example, and stuff like that, where you, you see a lot more people that look like us um, doing the job. Uh, and I just wanted to put it out there that that, that does matter. Um, you know, like where you at, the people that surround you and stuff like that, and the type of projects that you're trying to um, produce. I completely agree. Uh, my parents were always, mil- they've been military like my whole life. So I've always lived places where no one really looked like me. And I always had to make friends with people who couldn't relate exactly to the things that I was dealing with in the world. So whenever I had the control to be where I wanted to be, I moved straight to Atlanta. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that. And I agree. Um, I went to college in Kennesaw and even Kennesaw was too. I don't know if y'all know, but um, if this is the city of Atlanta. Kennesaw is like maybe like 40 miles north. So that was still too far. So I completely yeah. relocated to Atlanta for the opportunities, for the culture. Um, so that if I needed actors that look like me, uh, once I start working in Atlanta, I'm building that network to have those people on call eventually. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or, teammates that look like me that is so important you know Mm -hmm. like I said my production team that's you know representation does matter and I think that's dope and I and I want to um and I appreciate that you are doing that looking because I think as you gain opportunities you're also giving you know people around you opportunities and even people that that's that are that you can't touch you're giving them also opportunities because you're over here in Atlanta doing your thing and people around around the world around the nation is seeing your face or your name and your work. And then now they're looking at, you know, people that look like us in a different light moving forward um, to doing your work. So that's one, that, that was actually one reason why I wanted to come up to Boston. Um, 
and and go to Emerson at, at some points because I because sitting down in those classrooms, you don't get a lot of perspectives from our perspective in those conversations. And I just happen to be one of those people that think representation is one of the more important things. So every opportunity that I get to make um, a classroom or, or a group of people that don't look like me a little bit uncomfortable to have that conversation, uh, I, I immediately jump on that. And, and it's great to have this platform that we do have. So I can have people, you know, we have people on the show that share that opinion or that look like what I'm trying to show other people that we do have. I appreciate that about you. That's great to hear. Honestly, that's like a movement. Yeah. I, yeah, I have agree. a question. Yeah, one more question about education. Right, <laughs> you did say because you did say that you did go to education. Um, we all in, in here is on education. We always have this conversation about um, you know, no no film school or film school. Uh, I'm not sure. Did you go to film school while you was um getting your BA? But it was journalism, right? So 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 when you was in school for journalism and you wanted to chase that, did you feel that you needed that education to be a journalist? Or was you trying to figure it out? What, what was your reason for going to school to chase that dream? Um, I have a long explanation of why I ended up in college that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So my original decision was not to go. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not. It's so, it's so long. But my original decision was not to go. And I ended up still going. Um, and I moved from Savannah State to Kennesaw. And I guess by the time I got to Kennesaw, um, I was asking God for direction, just any direction, just because I feel like the rug was pulled out from under my plans. So I was just asking for any direction. And the signs all led to picking up the camera. And um, Kennesaw didn't have a film program that I felt was dense enough to give me a true platform to launch off of and have great opportunities. So I started to look into it um, and there were film schools, but I was a senior with six credits left at this point. Um, I was about to have six credits left the upcoming semester when I eventually just decided I'm not gonna finish school, which I'll say that I never finished school. So um, I still don't have my uh, degree, but just asking for the answers, I was eventually led to the camera like I said, the camera didn't make sense for with, with what I was doing. Um, and doing the research, I saw that a lot of directors didn't go to school. Well, not, you know, just like a lot of people that I like didn't go to school. They didn't go to school for it uh, once I did the research. But a lot of people did go to school. And really, it just told me right there, my situation, I don't have, I'm not in, the, in a good position to restart as a freshman. But I was like, I'm still young enough to kind of drop everything I'm doing and learn a new skill in six months to a year. So I was in the position to where I could just um, basically kind of finish out my, my last semester of school before I had my final semester. And while I was finishing that out, I just learned as much camera stuff as possible. And uh, I felt like I learned enough to leave school and I, that's when I decided I'm, I'm not going to go to film school I'm just gonna go all the way like I said I talked to God a lot about it and I was just led to yeah go all the way in dive head first don't look back no no questions don't ask anybody else it only refers to me that's what I felt like God was telling me and just didn't just go and I did
Congratulations on that. That's a success story right there, for real. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you for sharing that because, you know, we get a lot of people, well, a lot of people in general, like, that I that I meet, and, you know, we've interviewed a lot of different people on the show. They all have different perspectives and different mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. Some people will say, oh, you, you need to go to film school to do yada, 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 whatever. Or you have someone else who's the complete opposite. No, don't go. They're taking your money or, or whatever mm -hmm. the <laughs> whatever the, the story is behind that. So, um, yeah, I just appreciate you just kind of, you know, unfolding that for our viewers because, you know, we got a lot of viewers that, you know, either they're interested in filmmaking or they, you know, or they already are filmmakers. So it's it's pretty cool to have both sides of the perspectives. Thank you. I will say from the day I started, I have I've literally had the camera in my hand every single day. Um, mm. Out of seven days or out of like 30 days in a month, truly 28. So I feel like that's why I've gotten as far as I have. And it's been like that every single day since I picked it up. So yeah. And I edit like at least every two days. So yeah. I really love what I do. Thank you. Is there any advice that you wish somebody had given you that you had to learn the hard way? Hmm. What did I learn the hard way? I feel like life is uh, a series of roller of ups and downs, you know. So the hard way is gonna come regardless. Um, I'm really trying to rack my brain with this one. Um, let's see. Start with the team earlier, like as quickly as possible don't don't be so and not just that my bad i have another one i have another one for someone that for them someone that's just starting out for someone that's just starting out and wanting to get into this and take this serious you have to put your work out there you just have to do it the quicker you do it the easier you just get over that feeling it literally goes and you never feel it again you just get used to putting your art out there and you just keep making the art never stop don't um not just that um don't depend too much on uh anybody else's location for your equipment always be able to be with your equipment be able to live with your equipment and not just that buy equipment and own your equipment because you want to let's say if you're in the union and even if you don't have a red you don't have to have a red but you have 20 c stands and for whatever reason, they need 10 C-stands today. You can rent, you you and your C-stands are now going to set. And you're, the C-stands are getting paid and I'm getting paid. And these are my C-stands. So I just got paid an extra blank amount of money to bring these things. And not just C-stands, this could be anything, mm -hmm. especially a camera. Invest in a good camera. Don't get caught up in the wave of the Sony A7 Four just dropped a seven five the the blank the blank you know every year it's always going to be something better figure mm -hmm. out the specs that matter because there are specs that matter and it's not 6k i have this because this is what i want this is what i want you have to figure out what you want what are you trying to get out of film where is my direction because you might need to go ahead and buy a, a traditional film camera depending on where your mind is at just really understand it uh you know just truly build that foundation that's it that's all i got all right, Ambria, thank you for coming to the show. Guys, we appreciate you for watching the show. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Follow us on all platforms, and we out.
Certified, certified real. Hey, I'm a little excited. You heard it here first. Certified real. Airborne. You are now listening to Real Talk Podcast. This is certified.